Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome once again to another fantastic episode of Unstoppable Rise, a resource that helps motivate individuals to press on towards the mark of self-actualization using, of course, a blended tool set of old school wisdom and new breed tactics to help achieve this end. My name is Sim, I'm going to be your host, and today we're going to be talking about 22 ways to dominate in 2022. All right, so we are here once again for the umpteenth time at another December end of the year. And naturally in December and the end of the year, people look towards formulating the next year and seeing how next year can be different from the year prior. And all the New Year's resolutions and the resolutions to be a better person, do this, then the other, etc., etc., etc. And that's all well and good. But as anybody knows who's been around for a while, just making these promises to yourself and pretty much arbitrary goals isn't really a good way to make progress and this is what I talked about in the last episode on why people continue to live variations of the same year over and over again but regardless we're going to be getting into some tactical ways on how to advance into 2022 because for us all the past pretty much year and a half has been a doozy and 2022 is going to look different for all of us, pretty much if you're looking at some of the global projections they're talking about coming out of this pandemic. Um, it's going to look different for all of us, and it's going to take a different, slightly different mindset to advance into the years ahead. So the basics still remain the same, though. You, as a person, need to operate in an environment that may be static or maybe dynamic, while the environment is always dynamic, it's always changing. So you need to establish some ground level ways of how to get yourself in order to do the things you want to do and live the life you want to live. So these things are always going to be around. These things are always going to be perennials. And these are just some ways that I think you can advance in 2022. And I've got 22 of them here, which is why I said there's 22 ways to dominate. And I know for definitely that this is going to be a long list, and I don't expect everyone to do all of these to the T. Even by myself, I'm not doing all of these to the T because it's a pretty expensive list. But if you take even a few of these, I believe that you'll still be able to advance forward in some sort of good manner and live your life in a better manner than you did this year. So with that out of the way, let's start with number one. The first way to dominate in 2022 would be to leave your comfort zone. So I've spoken about this and written about this many times before, but the comfort zone is pretty much an area of life or areas of life where you're comfortable and where that you have competence in. So your comfort zone, you could think of it as a little circle. Within that circle of competence and comfort is where you know how to do things, you know where everything is, you know what's going to happen next. And then outside of that greater circle is the world, is life. And your comfort zone could be 
thought of as like your house. So your house shields you from the outside world and your house has everything you want in it, entertainment, creature comforts, food, and you can keep yourself locked. We live in a period now, I was telling somebody, we live in a time now where you don't even have to leave your house. You can just stay in your house for the rest of your life and you can get food delivered to you. You can get um, packages delivered to you. You can go on, you can watch other people doing various things. And you pretty much never have to leave your house. Whether you'll be mentally or emotionally healthy is different, but (laughs) that's different. That's a new thing in the modern world, never having to leave your house, never having to leave your comfort zone. And obviously, outside of your house, outside of your comfort zone is the world, is life. And you need to know how to encounter life. So the more you stay in your comfort zone, the smaller it gets. So it's like a rapidly or slowly closing in wall until eventually it closes you so much that you suffocate and you can't breathe. So leaving your comfort zone, going out into the world and going out into unfamiliars, unknown unknowns or known unknowns, is how you expand your life and how you expand your paradigm of life. So one way to expand in 2022 is obviously leave your comfort zone and expand that comfort zone until eventually the world becomes your comfort zone, which is an ideal, but it's still a great ideal to shoot for. So that's the first one, leave your comfort zone. The second way to dominate in 2022 would be to do a life audit. So a life audit is pretty much a introspective and objective look at where you are in life in different categories in your life. And I talked about this in the episode on Launchpad Capital. And I also talked about this in the episode on just taking stock of everything in your life. But an audit is pretty much necessary from time to time, because again, life is changing, life is dynamic. So you need to look at how the different compartments in your life are clashing up together. How's your social life? How's your finances? How's your relationships with your significant other, if you have one, or relationships with your family? How are your ability to take action in different areas? How's your work ethic? So you look at all of these things and you write them down and then you make plans to improve them. So that's pretty much what an audit is. Like someone comes and audits a company, they look for different things the company is doing right or wrong and they make steps to address that and fix that in different areas. So that's the second way. Do a life audit and see where you are and where you want to be and make steps towards closing that gap. The third way is to become an expert at time and project management. So you can pretty much think of your life as a giant project. And if you've ever been into project management, you know that projects are structured in different project methodologies. You've got Scrum, you've got Kanban, you've got Agile. And these are all ways of structuring projects and making sure things get done. So as I said in the episode on Launchpad Capital, referencing it again, you can think of yourself as a business, you Inc. And you have different things in different areas of your life where you have different projects going on simultaneously. You may be raising kids, you may be going out dating, you may be working hard, trying to get a promotion, maybe trying to lift weights and get jacked or get fit, period. You may be getting more into spirituality, so developing your spiritual life. So you have all these different sectors, and you'll need to establish time and carve out time to make 
room for all of these things. And of course, we all have the same 24 hours in a day, but knowing where to place those 24 hours and how to place those 24 hours and what to do with them is what separates different people. Because let's say you dedicate an hour to your spirituality, an hour to getting fit, or let's say 30 minutes towards just planning your life for the week, for the month. That's how you start to structure your life for project management. And you can think of your life as a giant project where you split it up into days, weeks, months, and that's just a way to frame everything you've got going on in your life. Instead of it happening to you, you start to happen to it and you start to structure it in a logical and productive way, right? So you're not too overwhelmed. So I've written several articles on time management and I'll post a link in the show notes for this, but time management and just knowing how to make it so that you're maintaining, but also advancing at the same time, very, very important skill to develop. And if you develop that, I'm pretty sure that's going to put you way ahead where you were this year, if you can develop those skills. So become an expert at time and project management. Tangentially, you become an expert at self-management. So related to time and project management is self-management. And self-management is pretty much the what I define as the process of obviously managing yourself throughout different given periods of time. So managing your actions, managing your emotions, and making it so that you're an effective person throughout any given period of time. And you're able to slot different things where they need to be slotted in. And that's a skill of itself that's related to time and project management. And the root of it is self-management. Without self-management, you can't become an expert at time and project management. So I've written an article also on self-management. I'll also put it in the notes to this episode. So become an expert at self-management. The fifth way is to increase your standards. And if you ever listen to any of Tony Robbins' different, I guess, seminars or uh, different things that he's put out, he pretty much came up with the belief that you will only accept what you deem to be the standard for yourself. So how you see yourself to operate in any given area, what your standard is, that's what you're going to accept. Because in life, we don't get what we want, we get what we are. And we get what we are because that's what we accept to bring in our life. So if you have a lot of things in your life that are causing you grief, causing you drama, then at some level, you've pretty much made an agreement with yourself to have them be there for some reason. For whatever reason, it doesn't have to be logical, but you've decided that these should be there. So if you want them to be out of your life, you're going to need to have to raise your standard, which means that you'll have to require no exceptions for these things, right? So that's the fifth one is to raise your standards, increase your standards in 2022. And I pretty much guarantee that the rest of your life will go with it. The sixth way is to work on your finances. And someone brought this up to me the other day and it made me think about this critically, made me think about this in a really interesting way. How much money, think about 
since the time you started working or since the time you even turned 18 or maybe even time since you turned 22 and you've been out of undergrad, normal age people get out of undergrad, 21, 22, 23, whatever. Think about how much money has come from, come into your life from your working days. May have been summer jobs, may have been jobs you had when you were on campus at college, may have been a job that you're working now. Think about how much money has come through into your life and ask yourself, why don't you have more of that in your life? And that's a good question to pose. And I don't think anyone has really, really framed it like that. Most people don't really frame it like that because thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars have come into your life since the time you start working. And you ask yourself, why am I still broke? Why am I still living paycheck to paycheck? Why haven't I held on to this money? And it always comes down to a question of spending on essentials versus non-essentials. So obviously there's a lot of things we can spend our money on and in our lives we're going to make a certain amount of money. It doesn't matter if it's a hundred, couple hundred thousand of dollars a year or sorry, a couple hundreds of thousands in our lifetime or millions in our lifetime. We're going to make a certain amount of money and we don't know what that certain amount is. And then you ask yourself, why haven't you hung on to that some of that certain amount? So working on your finances, creating a budget, and reducing your outflow expenditures is what's going to help you in that area. And that's going to help you in almost any other, any other area because that's your financial capital. That leads into the seventh one, which is to separate essential from non-essential. So essential things are things like food, water, shelter, and <clears throat> all the things that you have to live to be a human being. And non-essentials. Obviously, there's a bunch of non-essentials we can buy. I'm not going to go into what those are. They're different for everyone, but there's pretty much a lot of things that we didn't have to buy. Like there's a lot of things on Amazon that you just see, you click and buy, and then you get it. And you're like, oh, well, <laughs> I don't like this as much as I did, as much as I thought I would. So there's a lot of non-essentials out there. And probably a big essential for a lot of people is getting out of debt, but they're not making the steps to get out of that debt, which is obviously separating the essential from non-essential. So that goes in tandem with working on your finances. And if you're able to separate essential from non-essential, that'll make your life much less crowded and much less easier to navigate. So keep that one in mind. The eighth way is to think long-term and strategically. The long-term and things that happen in your future are what is going to pretty much guarantee your success in life. Because success isn't in one instant. It's a series of instants that leads up to an in another instance, right? It's a series of dominoes. And that series of dominoes falling, it's going to happen over a certain period of time. It's not going to happen today. Most likely not going to happen tomorrow. Maybe not even next week or next month. But if you queue up for that, and if you structure your life to focus on the long term, then it'll be so much better. Like think about going back to finances again. Think about how many people had their money in the stock market, which is long-term investing. And then COVID happened. And in April 2020, I think the market declined about 20-something, 30-something percent in America here. And a lot of people just took out their money. And then they just lost a whole bunch of money because they took it out at the bottom and they probably 
put it in at much higher rates than they did before. So they weren't thinking strategically. They weren't thinking long term like, oh, this is actually this is not the end of the world. It's going to end. So this period is going to be over. So I'm just going to leave my money in there. That's a lack of long term thinking, lack of strategic thinking. And in his book, How to Think Strategically, Greg Githens says that strategic thinking is rare because it is so difficult because of volatility, because of ambiguity, and because of uncertainty. So it's a skill you have to develop. But if you do develop it, then your life will be so, 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 so much better. And that's the that's the eighth one. Think long-term and strategically. The ninth way to dominate in 2022 is to start being assertive. Being assertive is different from being aggressive. Being assertive is pretty much saying that I have the right to exist on this planet I have the right to occupy space. I am a human being who has the God-given right to exist. So you, when you are assertive, you're asserting that right. Not in a bullying way, not in a dickish way, not in a way that's going to aggravate other people, but in just standing up for yourself because you need to be your greatest advocate. And part of that assertion is what a lot of people did this year this past year with the quote unquote great resignation. A lot of people said, you know, I'm not dealing with this nonsense anymore for work. So I'm going to go find another line of work. And a lot of people end up quitting in waves. And that's why they called it the great resignation. I don't know about other countries, but here in America it was very, very big. And um, I think it was a step in the right direction for workers asserting their rights to work and to be treated fairly as human beings. So that's the ninth one. Start being assertive. And I've also written a article on assertion and how to be assertive, which I'll also link in the show notes. The 10th way to dominate in 2022 is to build a skill. Going along with that great resignation, great resignation, a lot of people have been building skills on the side. They've been doing side hustles and they're like, you know what? Hmm. I'm actually going to go full-time with this. I'm actually going to try this out. I'm going to try and uh, get a lot of, uh, see how, how far I can take this, right? And that's because they've been building skills. So there's so many skills you can build. Like you can, uh, you can develop your skills as a musician. You can develop your skills as a coder. You can learn how to do different things because of the internet. So I would recommend in addition to your job, if you have one, I would recommend building a skill on the side, a uh, monetizable skill, a skill that can bring you financial rewards and also a skill that can, uh, a good hobby as well. So I have several hobbies and also have several skills that can also bring me money on the side, uh, aside from my initial career of what I'm doing. So uh, building skills and becoming more valuable to the marketplace is always a good way to increase your ability to stay dynamic and stay fluid in our ever-changing world. So that's the 10th one, build a skill. 11th, in conjunction with that, is to put in effort. There's a lot of people who, when they're building skills or when they're trying to do something, say, you know, it's no use. I don't know why I'm doing this, but, you know, they haven't really put in the effort. And you have to put in the effort. You have to make an honest effort. If you make an honest effort, I'm pretty sure that at least something good will come in because a lot of people haven't even reached the 
haven't even gone past the tip of the iceberg of what they're capable of. And that goes with the 12th way to dominate in 2022 is to max out. Maxing out is pretty much doing the most you can in any given area. And then when you say at the end of the day, I give it all I got. I gave it all I had and there's nothing more I can give. How many people can actually say that in a lot of different areas in your life? And, you know, a lot of people have a good, a lot of good reasons for not quote unquote maxing out, but a lot of people, I think, give up too soon because they haven't tried everything. And if they did try everything, I'm pretty sure they would get some beneficial results in that certain area. So maxing out, doing the most you can and giving it your full honest effort, that will guarantee something to come up and if it's not financial if it's not um, in terms of social status at least you'll have developed some sort of internal foundation to say you know I can actually work hard I can actually prove to myself that I can do certain things like this certain things I'm not that I didn't think I was capable of before so that is giving you self-esteem on the back end either way you're going to become a better person by putting in the effort and maxing out. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, right? So the 13th way, also tied up with this, is to stop making excuses. A lot of people make a lot of excuses, and I can't remember who said this. Like, again, I think it's Mark Twain said there's a lot of excuses. There's a lot of reasons for failure, or there's a lot of excuses for failure, but there's never really a good reason. Well, I don't wholly agree with that. I do agree that people do make a lot of excuses saying that the timing wasn't right. Uh, I didn't have enough money. Um, I couldn't do it because so-and-so said I couldn't do it. And, you know, all these things, it's like, okay, all these things do happen. You may be broke. You may have certain people in your life talking in your ear. You may be in a certain situation, but that doesn't dismiss the fact that there's a goal and you can either decide to achieve that goal or not. You set it as a goal. You said you're going to do it. You said that you were so passionate about achieving this, but why haven't you made steps to achieve it? Why didn't you achieve at least some of it? And again, excuses flood in. And if you want to make progress in 2022, you have to stop making excuses, right? Just stop doing that. So... The the fourteenth way to win in twenty twenty two is to start the dopamine detox. And a lot of people have been talking about this. A lot of people have been talking about this. And this is growing more in popularity and for good reason. It's because this quote unquote dopamine detox is a way to unhook yourself from addictive behavior. Addictive behavior that has become commonplace in our modern world. And it's pretty much a protocol to stop doing this addictive behavior, right? So I've written an article on the dopamine detox. I've even talked about it on here on the show, but I'll put a link to the article I wrote and how to go about structuring it and doing it for yourself. So implement some elements in dopamine detox into your life, and I'm pretty sure you'll find that's very helpful to you. The 15th way to dominate in 2022 is to fix your diet. This going along with the dopamine detox there's a lot of food, at least here in America, that is very unhealthy for you. It tastes really good. It tastes re- awesome. <laughs> but it's high sugar, high salt, high fat, 
and it doesn't provide you good macronutrients. So if you're working out, if you're someone who works out a lot, or if you're someone who's in the fitness, you're naturally going to have a stricter iron diet than the regular person does. But your diet affects everything else in your life, from your mental health to your uh, the way your body can operate, your energy levels, so many things, right? So fixing your diet will give you so much mileage. And along with fixing your diet, one thing I want to bring up <clears throat> is something like caffeine. I was I remember I was in a store the other day and two of the staff were talking among themselves. Actually, it was three of them. And one of the guys was saying that, you know, I need to start getting into drinking coffee because I need to increase my energy levels or I'm feeling tired or this, that, and the other. And this one woman said that, you know, don't start drinking coffee because you'll never stop. And I find that pretty interesting because um, I myself, I don't drink coffee. Uh, I only drink tea sometimes. And some people are surprised to hear about that. And then every time they say, don't start because once you do, you'll never stop. So I find that pretty interesting. And caffeine, in my opinion, is just a patch, a lifestyle patch, a lifestyle crutch in a sense to compensate for bad energy management and also bad diet as well because this also changed the next one which is to fix your sleep because if you didn't um if you had better sleep you wouldn't you wouldn't need caffeine and getting good amount of sleep seven to eight hours recommended it's definitely going to make a difference in your mood and everything in your life, your focus, your ability to be resilient, emotionally resilient, it's all affected by sleep pretty much. And if you can think about going back to project management and life management, structuring your life around sleep, I know LeBron James said he does this, and obviously he's an athlete, so he needs it. But structuring your life around sleep, having a non-negotiable eight, seven, nine hours of your day blocked out for sleep and making your day revolve around sleep. I think that's going to do a lot for you because that's going to make everything, that's going to make sleep the priority because a lot of people don't make sleep the priority. They make a lot of other things the priority and that's why they end up missing out on sleep and their entire life structure suffers as a result. So get enough sleep and make that a resolution in 2022 to get better and deeper sleep. And there's a lot of resources out there to help you in that quest. So 17th way to dominate in 2022 is to put yourself out there. Because again, a lot of people have been isolated during this whole pandemic time. And we are social animals, we need each other to survive and thrive. And no one can do it alone. So there's a lot of people out there who have access to different resources that you want or need and getting in touch with them and making them, making your existence known to them will help you uh, in the networking aspect of putting yourself out there. And obviously putting yourself out there, stepping outside of your comfort zone, which is the first aspect to dominate in 2022, right? So you'll never know who you'll meet when you do do that. So that's all going to be recommended, and that's something I myself am going to start doing a lot more of in 2022, but um, we got to get past 
2021, the latter days of 2021 first, right? So 18th way is to make friends and connections. So a lot of people, when they get to a certain age or after college or whatever, a lot of their friendships end up decaying or their friends move away and they go to different places. I've experienced that. So you always want to make sure you have a, not a support group, but a network of people you can rely on for different things. So that involves meeting people. That involves getting out there again. And that's why I said, uh, put yourself out there because it will enable you to meet these people and make these friends and connections. Because if you're going out for doing different hobbies, different social hobbies, you're going to meet people and their interests are going to align with your interest. And then you take it up from there. So making friends after formalized schooling it requires two things. It requires repeat um, repeat uh, encounters. So obviously going to this part of a uh, hobby. So keep on going to that hobby. Keep on showing up. And it also requires familiarity over a period of time. So a lot of people just want to go and make friends instantly. But friendship is something that takes a period of time to develop. And it's not done in a day. And a lot of people want things quick, but this is just friendship is pretty much like a seed you plant and you have to water it. So you establish roots in a certain area and then you make friends that way. Right. So it's not going to be as easy as it was when you're in school because you're obviously going and doing different things in school and you had shared experiences there. So you have to make a conscious effort to make friends and connections in your adult life or else it's not going to happen. But it's a good way to expand your world. Because you never, again, you never know who you're going to meet and what they have access to. So that's the 18th way. The 19th way is to serve others. So serving others, we live by uh, serving others in a, in a way. We all make money or we get fulfilled by bringing value to other people. So dedicating your life to service and making other people's lives better is one way to step out of this self-contained bubble that we can all get ourselves in some more than others. But it's getting out of that bubble of thinking all day that you're just thinking about yourself all day. And then let's say you do serve, uh, let's say you do charity, charity work, and you go and work in like a soup kitchen or something. You think to yourself, as you're serving these people, it's like, wow, these people are a lot of, dire straits more than I am. What am I complaining about? You know, so serving others makes you see, it helps you develop empathy for their point of view. It also helps you become a better human being because you're able to um, give value to different people and develop yourself in that way. So if you can, I would recommend doing some sort of service or developing a skill once again to bring value to other people. Not just for financial means, but for personal development means. And also making the world a better place. 20 is to seek out new experiences. This wraps up everything, almost everything that I've talked about is stepping out of your comfort zone, getting new experiences in life. That's going to involve, obviously, stepping out of your comfort zone. And getting new experiences helps you add to your mental model of how the world works because when you're just doing the same thing over and over again, you sort of get locked and your brain 
start to create this formulation of the world, which is called your paradigm. And it says this is how the world is. There's little else outside of that. But when you start traveling, when you start doing things, start serving other people, you start doing all this stuff, you realize that the world is a lot bigger than your little self-contained world. <laughs> and we all know this instinctively, but for some people, it takes more of a nudging to do that. And the biggest nudge is to set, seek out new experiences, and especially after uh, when COVID starts dying down and it's starting, it is starting to die down because people are gaining, we're starting to gain worldwide immunity to it through different means. Traveling is definitely one of the biggest ways to expand your comfort zone and seek out new experiences because if you're just in one area of the globe, you're not seeing the different areas. So seeing out those new experiences will definitely help you in 2022. Going along with that, 21st way to dominate in 2022 is to look at things from more than one angle because there's a lot of different ways of looking at the world. There's a lot of objective ways of looking at the world, but we filter a lot of that objectivity through our own subjective lenses. A lot of our subjectivity is formed by experiences we had growing up. And this is, again, why you go out and meet different people because they think differently than you do. And then when you do meet them and they you do talk to them and they have different opinions from you in a certain way and you try and find some understanding, you're like, oh, I can see why you see things this way. So that's definitely going to help you in empathizing with people, serving people, and knowing how to operate with different people in the world. So always look at things from more than one angle and realize that the way you see the world may not be the best way. And there may be other more effective ways of seeing the world. But you've got to get out there and seek those experiences in order to understand that. The 22nd and final way to dominate in 2022 is to know yourself. Knowing yourself is a lifetime effort and a lifetime journey. It is not something that is done very easily. And becoming an expert at yourself is definitely something that's rare because a lot of people really don't know themselves, what motivates them, what drives them. And being able to do this quote-unquote shadow work, which is also becoming more popular, it's going to help you expose your motivations and ask you why certain patterns in your life continue and why you are drawn to certain things. So make it a point of duty to get to know yourself. And one way you can do this is through meditation, stillness, and another way, again, is through seeking out new experiences. How do you operate in new environments? Do you have a standard default? Do you, um, let's say you go out traveling and you go out traveling in a group. Are you someone who hangs back and stays in the hostel or the hotel? Or are you someone who goes out there and tries to beat other people? And you ask yourself why that is. Maybe you're a natural introvert or maybe you're just shy. But either way, knowing your motivations for doing things and knowing how you operate in different areas, that's going to bring you so, 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 so much clarity in your life. And it's going to help you move forward in pretty much every area of your life. So knowing yourself is a lifelong task, but it's something that if you're up for the challenge for, I guarantee will do wonders for you and everyone else in your life. So 
that is it. The 22 ways to dominate in 2022. And I hope this was good. I hope you like this. And there's a lot of other ways you can dominate in 2022. Again, you can just look at the little, some of the things here and implement them how you see fit. And I'm doing my best to implement some of these as well. Some of these I already do, but then there's some I'm going to add to my tool belt as a habit. So moving in 2022, let's make this, uh, let's make next year much better than this year. And one way you can dominate in 2022 is by checking out my newest course, Cornerstone. Cornerstone is a foundational grounding in self-development from years of experience in my own life and in the lives of others that I've talked to and also consulted with. And it's a look at the psychological, philosophical, productive, and progressive nature of self-improvement. And it's giving you a good groundwork in all of those areas. So if you're interested in learning more about Cornerstone, I've attached a link to the show notes. And I hope you'll check it out. So that is it for me. And I hope, again, this was good. And I wish you all the best in 2022. And until next time, I hope you absolutely crush it. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in and listening in. I truly appreciate your support and your attention. It means a lot. If you like this content, go ahead and like the content. Go ahead and share the content with at least two other people you think would benefit. It doesn't hurt to spread the good stuff around, right? And if you're listening in on iTunes, go ahead and rate the show with a honest rating. This will definitely help the show grow. And I truly appreciate your feedback. So until next time, stay good. Take care of yourself. Take care of other people. And peace. Peace.